Hello friends, today we're going to be reading Psalms 11. As always, before we begin, let us go ahead and pray over the word that we're going to receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day that you've given us. We thank you for the many people in our lives. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. We pray, Lord, for your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. As we read this passage, help us to put it to work into our own lives and help us to share it with whoever needs to hear it. Help us to bear the fruits of your spirit in all that we do, and help us to be a beacon of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today, and allow us to walk in your guidance in each and every step. Give us your discernment in all things, and help us to understand the truth behind the message we will receive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Psalms 11 is titled, For the Director of Music, of David. In the Lord I take refuge. How can you say to me, Flee like a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bows. They set their arrows against the strings to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes everyone on earth. His eyes examine them. The Lord examines the righteous. But the wicked, those who love violence, he hates with a passion. On the wicked he will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur. A scorching wind will be their lot. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice. The upright will see his face. So that is the end of Psalms 11. And the title of this psalm tells us both the author and the audience of the psalm. To the chief musician, a psalm of David. Some believe that the chief musician is the Lord God himself, and others suppose him to be a leader of choirs and musicians in David's time such as Haman the singer or Asaph from 1 Chronicles 6.33. This psalm records well-intentioned but faithless advice of David's friends when he was fugitive from the king Saul. David lifted his eyes to the Lord to find faith in a time of testing. He knew the safest place to stand was in radical trust in God. So this first part is David reacting to the advice to flee. In the Lord I put my trust. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? In the Lord I put my trust. In the years before he took the throne of Israel, David lived the life of a fugitive. He was constantly hunted by King Saul and lived in constant danger. In such a time his friends advised him, Flee as a bird to your mountain. His friends meant well, but David knew it was the wrong thing to do. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? This expressed the near outrage in David's response to his friends. No matter how well-intentioned his friends were, they gave him the advice of fear. The advice of fear couldn't stand with the position of trust David had in the Lord. He would rather dare the danger... Then exhibit a distrust in the Lord his God. 
The second part is David remembering the words of fear in the mouth of his friends. For look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string, that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? For look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string. In today's language, David's friends would say, Look, there is a loaded gun to your head, and you have to run. For look, the advice given to David was well meant, but ungodly. It was like when Peter advised Jesus to not go the way of the cross. Peter meant well, but he was really being used by the devil. We must always be careful with the advice we give to others. First, we must always mind our own business and not be busybodies. Second, we can be too confident in our own perception of a situation. Job's friend confidently said, I will tell you, hear me, what I have seen I will declare. But he was wrong. Our motive is good and right, but the advice is wrong. That they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. Here, David's friends are trying to make him afraid of a secret attack. When we fear things we can't see, we are really walking in fear. David's friends may have been using an element of manipulation here. They may have reasoned like this. Look, for his own good, we have to get David out of here. It's justified for us to exaggerate things a little bit to get him to do what is right. But it wasn't justified. Manipulation is never right, even if it is for a good cause. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? These words in the mouths of David's friends were meant to be a warning. The idea was, the very foundation of Saul's government is destroyed. What can a righteous one like you do except flee? What can the righteous do? When David heard these words from his friends, his head probably told him there was something to them. But his heart told him that to heed this advice and to flee would be to compromise. So that is all that I'm going to go over on this Enduring Word article. I hope that you guys enjoyed this message and I hope that you are taking full advantage of the article because it's so amazing to see it broken down. I hope you all have a great day and till next time.